So Welcome back, everyone, to episode 59 of the Popcorn Podcast. We have officially made it to our final episode of season three. Yeah. Why? How are we here? <laughs> I don't know. But uh, you don't seem very excited. No, I'm very excited. Uh, this is... Um... It's the most unenthusiastic yeah, speech. <laughs> I'm tired. I just woke up. No, you didn't. I woke up at 11. It's 12.44 for those who don't know. Hey, I'm a growing... I need my sleep. I'm a growing boy. <laughs> You're the same age as the queen in House of the Dragon. But, uh, yeah. We're, this Speaking is the, of the queen. Man, that was oh, upsetting yeah. news, man. Rest in peace to Queen Elizabeth. Because that happened last week? This week? Last uh, week. Last week. Yeah. Yeah. But we didn't do an episode at that time. So, uh... Yeah, we didn't do a review of Queen Elizabeth. <laughs> <laughs> we're not doing an episode on that sorry hey hey yo be careful england's <laughs> our third biggest country dude i'm sorry i don't mean to be disrespectful did you see those chants in ireland dude, dude ireland was going was ham. so funny <laughs> lizzie's in a box in a box dude i was like oh my god but um yeah we are here to review episode four of house of the dragon titled the king of the narrow sea this mm-hmm. episode was uh very sexually driven. A little bit. And I have a cool little quote from Oscar Wilde. Mm-hmm. And this guy, I feel like this kind of goes with the episode. Everything in this world is about sex. Except sex. Sex is about power. Yeah. Which, watching the episode, it really feels that way. It's true. But you also get to see it from two sides. There's different types of, I guess, sex. Yeah. Where it is when it's for power and when it's kind of a job, as we see with mm-hmm. the queen. And then we see it also as passion. Yeah. Which we see it from Rhaenyra's side of things. Mm-hmm. But all in all, I like this episode. I didn't. I didn't love it. Really, it's not my favorite episode. See, I think I, I agree. I think episode one still is my favorite, but I think I like this better than episode three. To be honest. Oh no, I think I liked it. I think it was a better episode than three. Yeah, but I think I just liked the fight in the end of three. Yeah, the but end of three was the, awesome. But... Before the fight, I guess. Yeah, I like this episode. Yeah, but uh, I've been reading a lot. A lot of people said there wasn't a time jump after this episode. I thought there was. I thought it was another. Yeah, there was another kid born. Right? Yeah, because that baby was two, and people were like, "No, that's just her stomach after the baby was born." The baby's two years old. No one keeps their pregnancy belly that long. Yeah, like not I don't to think, that extreme. Yeah, I don't think it was a two-year time. It may have been like a couple months, but I think it was another, like, small one. Yeah, like it was long enough for the baby to be born. Yeah, it was long enough for the baby to be born, and Allison looks healthy again. Like yeah, she so looks like she's rid of baby fat and stuff. So. Some time has passed. But yeah, I liked seeing Damon. I loved when Damon showed back up. At, oh, dude, it was awesome. At the throne. That's and everyone strut. was like, oh, Damon's here. Damon's here. <laughs> that man came in with some wooden crown he made out of Play-Doh. <laughs> and he was like, I'm the king now. Oh, my God, dude. Him strutting down the aisle like that, like kind of slouched over, just he, doesn't care at all. Walking he's the straight. G. Dude, he walks straight into the Kingsguard's sword. He's like, what are you going to do? I'm he just the stood there and looked at it. He's like, yeah. And he just tossed the hammer, the crab beater's hammer. Yeah. So good. But that was cool because then he bends the knee. Yeah. He gives up the crown to the narrow sea. So I, I wasn't expecting that, especially not that fast. But it makes sense because Damon doesn't care about that. He doesn't want to be the <laughs> king of the narrow sea. He wants to be the king of the seven kingdoms, you know? Yeah. I, I like Damon. I really do. Yeah. He does some questionable things in this episode. Yeah. He loves, I think it is. Oh, really? he, he loves his family. Well, yeah, he loves his family. But I think it is respect for his brother, who is, he is the king. And although he's trying to overthrow him, basically, he's respecting him as much as he can so that he can basically get a better standing in the kingdom, which kind of falls through by the end of the episode. But he's trying to maneuver around to get a higher position for himself. No, yeah, because then, and then we get a really cool scene of them giving a little... They talk about their mother for a quick second. Mm-hmm. And then Allison does what I feel like the queen should do. She asks if Dan, if Damon, Damon wants to see the tapestries. Yeah. Which is, I think is the right thing for her to do. Because it's been a while since Damon's been in King's Landing. And all the series is just laugh at him and say he doesn't want to see that. That's not what he cares for. Yeah. And it's kind of, again, showing that Viserys doesn't love Allison like he did Emma. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but... Viserys absolutely. He loved Emma. He truly did. I think he likes Allison, but not not the same way. No, Allison marrying Allison was more of a power move than yeah. He than even anything. says it at yeah. the fire in the episode prior. 
Mm-hmm. But then Rhaenyra says that she would like to go see the tapestries. Yeah. And then we get a little scene where Allison and Rhaenyra reconcile after all these yeah. years. And they finally decide that, like, they missed each other and they want to be friends again. Yeah, it's good seeing they they still have a friendship. Yeah. And although it's been, you know, stressed Six out. Years. but Yeah, but they're still, they're still childhood friends and they'll always kind of come back to each other. Unlike me and Ryan, after this podcast crashes, we never talk to you again. Yeah, no, I hate you, but it's fine. Do you want to see the tapestries? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, then we then we start getting into some of the tension of this episode, which is Damon and Rhaenyra finally seeing each other alone. Yeah. Because Damon actually ignores her when she says she wants to see the tapestries. Mm-hmm. And she says, hello, Damon, and all he says is princess. Yeah. Which I think kind of hurt her a little bit. She, she loves Damon. That's like her. It's her family. Yeah, I think Damon's the one weird. she feels closest to because, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, but <laughs> she feels closest to Damon than anyone else in her family because they're very similar in a way. Like Viserys is all about tradition and you know playing his role, whereas Damon doesn't care about that. Same as Rhaenyra, so they just want to be their own people, and I think that's what draws them close to each other. Yeah, and Rhaenyra, all she wants is to be normal. Yeah, because it doesn't even seem like she wants. Like, I feel like she does want to be queen, but at the same time, she wants a normal life as well. Yeah, she wants to be queen, but she doesn't want the, I mean, stuff that comes along with it. She doesn't want to marry for power. She doesn't want to do all the that comes with it. She just wants to be her own per- person. Yeah. She wants, to, you know, she's a teenage girl. She just wants freedom. Yeah, she's 19. Yes. Oh, we didn't even talk about the beginning of the episode when she goes to meet all the oh, yeah. kings. Yeah. All the people that, wants to, that want to marry her. Yeah. Which is I, I loved because I love the little kid. Oh yeah, dude. The little kid, all the all the teenagers doing. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Yeah. He goes and all these people want to marry her, so he goes and he says, and she laughs and she goes, "A boy." And the boy explains his family, mm-hmm. but then there's some aside. Yeah. Bad mouthing the kid. Yeah. What else was the kid from? It was the uh, Blackwater or something like that. Boyerwood. Something like that. But either way, they had um that. <clears throat> That house has had a massive feud with the Brackens, who's the yeah. that yells out at him. Yeah, that's why. That's kind of why they started fighting because that those families have been feuding for centuries. Did so. you hear what the what Twitter's been calling him? No, the boy who does not give a. <laughs> <laughs> that's all Twitter's been calling him, the king of not giving a. <laughs> like that. That kid should be king. That kid's awesome. Hundred percent. But uh, yeah, they get in an argument and it's off screen like for a second. Yeah. So they. He realized Kristen took Cole's like, okay, Rainier, we have to leave. Like things are getting a little yeah, because they started control. fighting. Yeah, and as they're walking away, you hear a sword hit someone mm-hmm. and like pull something like their guts out. Yeah, and you turn around, the little kid stabbed the dude <laughs> and killed him. Dude, I love, I love, but the kid starts gagging. Behind. Yeah, I, he's about to puke. He's like, what did I do? <laughs> hey, that kid's the goat. Oh, dude, he was amazing. He better come back. I mean, it's a pretty big scene just for nothing. I mean, they brought back the Aaron kid in Game of Thrones for. Oh, yeah. No reason. I think they can bring him back. But yeah, and then something I think was kind of hinting at what's going to happen in the rest of this episode is when we talked about when Damon bends the knee. Mm-hmm. Viserys Sari says, the realm owes you a great debt, brother. Yeah. So pretty much he can get whatever he wants now. Yeah. Which will come back around later. Bite him in the ass. <laughs> but uh, I truly thought this episode, as much as it wasn't to me one of the better episodes, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. I, I think every episode's been good. Yeah, there's not been a bad episode. No, this episode had very good writing and very good tension building. Yeah, a different kind of tension that we normally see in Game of Thrones. Yes, one percent, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But uh, Allison also gets to talk to Rhaenyra, and she tells her how it's rare for a girl in this realm to get a choice between two suitors, which no one gets to do, especially if you're yes. a higher up and you're a princess or anything like that. Yeah, or royal family, you're gonna be told oh you're marrying this person yeah let alone Rhaenyra being able to choose from anyone anyone in the kingdom she wants (laughs) I did love when the old man's talking to her and she's like he's like you found my great-grandmother attracted didn't you yeah and she's like you can't say that she's (laughs) like well I'm not telling lies yeah I also like that was a Barry Tondarian yeah because I mean obviously not the guy from Game of Thrones and probably in you know his lineage yeah oh had to be because yeah yeah same house she's a cool little thing and I love Rhaenyra's line, how romantic it is. It must be to be imprisoned in the castle and made to squeeze out airs. <laughs> Rhaenyra is so good because she's such a smart 
but she also knows the way that like this kingdom's gonna work. Yeah. And all the stuff about this kingdom. And yeah. All the the game. They're playing the game. Yeah, she's playing the game. Yeah. Perfectly. I think she just she's been on the sidelines looking in for so long that she knows how everything works and she wants to she's kind of like Daenerys in that way where she doesn't want to follow tradition. She wants to break the wheel, but she can't really do that without pissing people off. That's a problem. Yeah. But I love when this episode also made me feel, I'm, I feel bad for Allison every episode, but progressively it gets sadder and sadder. And oh yeah. Like now she talks about how she just wants to be lady Allison, but Mm -hmm. all everyone refers to as is the queen. Queen, yeah. and she has no friends she has no one to talk to and that's why i was so happy that her and Rhaenyra patched things up yeah for now for now <laughs> <laughs> things get a little rougher towards the end of this episode yeah and then of course Rhaenyra finds daemon under the godswood tree asks why he returned and then daemon explains how marriage is only about politics yeah he, she asked about his wife mm-hmm. and he's like ah his bronze <laughs> <laughs> i was letting you say it's it. so funny <laughs> And it's crazy that, and he pretty much explains that it is crazy that she has a choice. Yeah. Because no one gets a choice, as we just yeah. said. <laughs> and it's crazy that Viserys, like, it, it's kind of a thing, too, because since she left that whole, like, kind of suitors meeting in the beginning, it's another kind of F you to Viserys because he spent so much time putting that together. Yeah. He's the one who put all that together. For her to just leave is kind of just, like, <laughs> I love how Chris not Nicole's like, happy. she's like, do you think my dad's going to be angry? He's like, oh, about what? That you walked out or he built all this for you? Yeah. <laughs> and, she, and she just laughs. <laughs> and then Rhaenyra, Rhaenyra really has some great lines in this one, though. She does. For men, marriage might be a political arrangement. For women, it's a death sentence. My mother was made to produce heirs until it killed her. Yeah. I was not subject myself to that fate. And then Daemon explains to her to live life without fear. And then he says, such a lonely prospect as he reaches for her necklace mm-hmm. with this creepy grin. <laughs> Because we all know how Targaryens like to uh, have fun. Yeah. That's how I'll say it. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I am excited to meet, because we're going to meet Damon's wife. Yeah, eventually we will. Because she is, I, I mean, mean. she's like gorgeous, but she's just not. She definitely is. I mean, like. Damon's just. Yeah, she's <laughs> she's probably like queen or, or not queen, but princess or whatever, the veil, because that's what she is. No, but... she wouldn't be a princess. She can be... only be a princess if you're born to royal blood. Just like. How the queen in yeah. real life's husband isn't a king. Yeah, it's true. He's just yeah. He's a prince. Yeah. So I guess she but could she's be a whatever whatever part of the veil she's yeah, part of, but she's, she's in charge of that. Oh but. my god, lady of uh, she'd be the lady of Dragonstone. That's where Damon is. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. Then he she'd be the lady of Dragonstone mm-hmm. at this point. And then of course, Lord Corliss is not here. <laughs> no, he is yet to come back because mm-hmm. he's still mad. Yeah, I kind of miss him this episode. To be honest. Oh no! Did you see who he's marrying his daughter off to? No. You know, there's that Bravo Sea Lord. Oh, is he? Nice. Which is a big deal because again, it's a family from Game of Thrones mm-hmm. that everyone knows of. This is apparently a big deal, big enough to get the hand of the king Otto Hightower sweating. Yeah. Because Otto, we all know it, but not everyone else knows it in the world. But mm-hmm. he is just trying to get closer to the throne as close as he yeah. can, and. See how that backfires on them. Yeah, he's he's playing his own game, um, which has been awesome to watch. And kind of by the end of the the episode, it it falls apart. But I I think he's going to rebound. I think he's just he's not as smart as Littlefinger. I don't think. How do smart though, dude? He is smart, but he's not thinking. He's a different kind though than Littlefinger. He's not trying to play the game like Littlefinger. Yeah, I don't think he wants to be king, but he he wants to keep his family at on top. He wants to. Well, he man. wants to be richer than the Valerians. I think he's more upset with the Valerians. He wants to be bigger than them. He doesn't care about the throne. He just cares about his family and their position. Yeah, he wants his family to be rich. That's really yeah what it comes down to. And then of course, they all want Rhaenyra to marry. So she's at the council, and everyone starts looking towards her to find an answer. Mm-hmm. Just he goes to a room and finds a scroll of parchment with instructions on how to leave a room. Yeah. <laughs> Which one of our friends was like, hey, it's a midi. <laughs> oh, that was me. That was me. Yeah. <laughs> that one made me laugh. It's the same no. thing. <laughs> it's pretty much what it, it was a you up text in the yeah. medieval times. Yeah. But I also thought it was cool because that's kind of a thing from Game of Thrones and from the books too that like 
the red keep in the entire castle has like secret passageways. Yeah. So that's kind of how Varys got around. It's something we didn't get to see in Game of Thrones, but no, we see uh we see it once. It's with uh when Varys Shea. goes, Shay uses it. Oh, she? Because that's how he moves her around. At that the is, end. yeah, that is that towards is, the yeah. end of their relationship. Yeah, but we we don't really see a lot of them. But I think it was cool seeing them because they are everywhere, and certain people know about them. And you can tell Rhaenyra didn't even know about them. Rhaenyra had no idea. And it's idea. in her room. It's right behind her bed. <laughs> that's like, kind of creepy. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, but then she goes down and she sees Damon. Well, oh, does the change of clothes? Yeah, she changes and gets kind of like in a common clothes. She puts on a hat, covers her hair, but then she goes down and meets. Damon, and then without even speaking a word, both of them, they just go back down. She just, they both just smile and leave. Yeah. They walk down into the streets of King, King's Landing, and it's... That set is so good. Oh my god, dude. It was and amazing. And it's disgusting. There's just people, people yeah, it's having sex down there. Yeah, there's people there's having sex. dead and... in the middle of the road. <laughs> yeah. And I love when she's like, the guy's like, watch out, boy. Yeah. She's like, I can't call it a boy. Call it a boy. That's kind of... I, I like that, too, because like... She feels common. She feels common. Because, oh, they, they don't, first of all, they don't know I'm a girl, so they don't know that I'm the princess, which is cool for her. But I also think there was a part of it where she's like, somebody thought she was a boy. And I feel like part of her, not that she wanted to be a boy, but she wants the freedom of being a boy. And I think that's what got her excited. You know yes. what I mean? Like her being called a boy gave her kind of the freedom to be like, all right, tonight's my night to do yeah, whatever I want. She talks about later on, she explains how boys can have a left and no one and yeah girls no can't one bats yeah and in the scene reminiscent this is very reminiscent to when aria watching the play depicting the death of her father yeah rainier and damon watch a street performance of who's going to be the king mm-hmm. not the king who's going to be the heir yeah it's going to be damon is it going to be aegon who's going to be, be rainier it's very like they're all they're doing is she's like enjoying it at first and then she knows that they're mocking her yeah. And she starts trying to boo it. Mm-hmm. And Dame's like, that's not going to do it. <laughs> that's not the yeah, stop. <laughs> you have gonna, to prove yourself to these people. Yeah. But also, like, that play, it's kind of it's kind of a throwback to, like, actual, like, medieval times and yeah, plays like had, that. Because that was their movies. Yeah. But also because, like, there's no, like, men are playing women. Women weren't allowed to be in the plays, which. <laughs> that was kind of. Yeah. You know, I think it's it's cool, though, because in Game of Thrones, when Arya goes to see that play, there are women in in the show playing parts of you know Cersei and stuff so uh, you know times change yeah there's a little bit of progression in Westeros not, not much really. not really but you know a little bit one of I'm not gonna lie one of the best lines Matt loved this line when we were all watching it yeah. he has two things Rhaenyra cannot a conqueror's name and a cop yeah and it was one of the we all laughed because it was a great line yeah and especially in that time period that's like normal yeah, Matt called it too. Matt Matt Lay says it like, before they had a cough, and then the guy goes, "And I." <laughs> and then I love when she says, "There, there once are of no consequence." Yeah, and then Damon responds with, "There, there are great consequences if you expect to rule them one day," yeah. which is a really good line. Explain like, yeah, maybe they don't want you there, and mm-hmm. she's like, "That doesn't matter. I can still be the queen." Yeah, but if they don't want you there. They will be the decision how long you last. Yeah, exactly. They, they will, don't, they'll kill you. <laughs> yeah, they don't have a say in who gets elected, but they have a say in how long that person stays in power. I. This was I did like this whole going through the city part of this yeah. episode. It's once they get to a certain location that I was kind of like, okay, it's kind of mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, <laughs> it really turns into hot girl summer when <laughs> you're <we're> out here. <laughs> and so, then it turns into hot girl bummer, but that's fine. <laughs> yup. <laughs> <laughs> but then. I love how Rainier steals a good from the merchant, and Damon's like, "You can't do that. We we use money here." Yeah, and she just steals and runs off, mm-hmm. and she runs into the city watch soldiers. Yeah, and he even he even says, "Princess." Yeah, and it then, was the it was um strong son. Yeah, it was it was one of them. So interesting that you know, it, it may just seem like a um a city watch guy or a gold cloak just found her, and it's like, oh, that's not of any consequence, but. When it's the master of law's son, that's a big somebody's thing. gonna find out. I went yeah. too far on my little breakdown. Mm. Uh, oh, Rainier says Rainier then explains how she doesn't know when her freedom's good. This this could be the end of her freedom. She doesn't know when the next day she'll be out is. Yeah. So then things get much worse mm-hmm. as Damon then leads Rainier into a pleasure house as she wanders around. She sees Damon explains pleasure yeah and you see for the women as 
pleasure you see from women as it is men explaining just because men get to do it doesn't mean it's not for women as well. Yeah. Which at in this time period, we also get a very cool side by side of this and explains mm-hmm. there's a difference between love and there's a difference between ruling. Yeah. Because we see Viserys and Allison together and then we see mm-hmm. Rhaenyra and a certain someone, but not a certain someone. And I actually really liked how it's filmed from in there because it was like a maze mm-hmm. and you could see it from like it seemed like it was from the workers side of point of view skin yeah. sales as it's referred to later on yeah you it looks like they're kind of watching it because it would be filming from behind like a veil yeah and i i, I genuinely like the filmmaking of it mm-hmm. the tv what do you call that if it's tv not film i think it's still still filmmaking because it's yeah. still like film yeah not really. Yeah, but yeah, it's the way they filmed it where it's very like close up and kind of uncomfortable, kind of showing Rhaenyra. Yeah, it was a little weird. Yeah, Rhaenyra is kind of going into a place she's never been before. She has no idea what's going on, but at the same time, she's smiling. She likes it, but she's still a little uncomfortable until Damon's able to calm her down and kind of back her against the wall. And uh, they ended up getting a little hot and heavy. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the bleak scene, which is in a Cuts back and forth between Viserys, who's all scabbed, mm-hmm. is having inter- relations with a very not into it Allison. Yeah, she's just it's staring. It's very at the uncomfortable. Ceiling. Yeah, to watch like it's a different type of uncomfortable. Like watching Emma die, that mm-hmm. was horrible. Yeah, this is a different type of uncomfortable. This is yeah. like okay. Yeah, <laughs> can we it, please think, not watch? This? Yeah, it was more uncomfortable than Rhaenyra and Damon, just because because that seemed like, like they were into it and yeah, they were like it they were happened. enjoying themselves. Allison hates her life so much <laughs> just the way you say like no allison hates this a marriage is a duty yes but that doesn't stop us from doing what we want yeah damon says as they continue to kiss he undresses her and then eventually shoves her away before anything escalates yeah yeah so, so they don't we all know that sex. they don't have sex mm-hmm. however <laughs> the other people in the room did not yeah because he also pulls off her hat to give away that is her. Because now everyone's gonna know it's her. Because mm-hmm. no one has that hair. Yeah, and it's not crazy to see Damon down there. No, but to Damon see goes her the down there. Yeah, it's the crazy part. Yeah, but then she runs out of the brothel chasing after Damon, and she runs past the little, little kid, kid, and um, the little kid notices her and runs off to the Red Keep. And first person he sees is Otto, which is not good. Nope. Yeah. Well, no, he didn't see Otto. But he, he tells Otto. He but, tells Otto. Yeah. Well, he tells one of the soldiers. We don't see any of this. Yeah. But, yeah, it's uh, a little weird. Honestly, he probably told Masaria first. And then Masaria, and then said, Masaria go said, go tell Otto. Yeah. Because I feel like Otto is working alongside Masiri. You think? Yeah. Because hmm. he said he has spies everywhere. True. Because how would he know about Damon's quote in air for a day? Yeah. Someone must have told him. Someone, yeah. So, but Rhaenyra's night is not done yet. <laughs> she sneaks back into her quarters, and Kristen Cole hears her and thinks that she's going to hurt herself. So he yells, "He's going to alert the Lord Commander." She pops open the door and tells him to come in. Yeah, and then, like a little schoolgirl, she takes his helmet and refuses yeah. to give it back. To I him. love they're still doing that, taking the guy's hat, hat and running away. Like <laughs> Jake Paul, would they're love still that. doing that back then, huh? <laughs> but uh, eventually, they kiss, and then things escalate. I do have to say, we were all giggling and laughing with little kids when they were like, how long it took them to take take all the armor. Like, he can't ever, he can't use that in court, but like, I didn't really want to do it. Dude, you had like 15 minutes to make a decision on this. (laughs) And I actually, it felt like that scene didn't feel weird. No, because they had scenes before of like kind of growing a relationship. But I do feel bad because I feel like, Kristen Cole really likes her. Kristen she, could they, die for this. Yeah, like, and she's kind of like, oh, I couldn't have Damon. So now I'm going to have him. Yeah, this is just rebound sex for her. And Kristen, this is like his love. Life he or loves death. Her. Yeah, he loves her, but he can die for this. And I see a cool thing. It's very reminiscent of Arya and Gendry. Yeah, I love this. That. I like this one more. Again, that one felt weird. That one did feel weird, but that was also a weird scene. Yeah, it was also kind of the other way around. Gendry. Oh no, Ari wanted more, but then she came back late. Gendry came back later, and she was like, "No, not happening, not again." But then we get a very good scene in which Otto receives the report that they were seen together at the White Worm Pleasure House, mm-hmm. and then 
Otto has the very odd conversation that no guy wants to have with his best friend about their his daughter. Yeah. And I love how Viserys like, just explain to me. And he's like, don't make me say he's it, like, dude. Man. <laughs> he's like, please. I don't want to. He's like, but if you're begging me. <laughs> And then it was a it was a very hard scene to watch because you can see in Viserys' face he's like upset. Yeah. And now he wants to kill Damon. <laughs> mm-hmm. Dude, I thought in that scene, I thought Otto was just gonna go straight up like they were f- her. Like I thought, that's what I thought. I thought he was just gonna straight up say it, but then Man, he, he my, does say I, it more respectfully. I'm telling my mother to skip this episode. Yeah. I don't want her listening. <laughs> no, like our episode. Oh, not yeah. she's not watching House of the Dragon. No, no, your mother would my never watch House of the Dragon. Going on thirty. <laughs> <laughs> that's her movie and the Notebook. <laughs> yeah. But uh, Viserys suspects foul play at first from Hightower Spy and then from Hightower himself. Are you so mm-hmm. sick with ambition that you have my daughter stalked and spied upon, wait, awaiting your best chance to destroy her reputation? And Viserys is, like, mad. Yeah. Like, he really thinks that Otto's just trying to ruin everything, mm-hmm. which I think a little bit he is. But also, he that is his job, is to tell him no everything. Yeah. So he's not really doing anything yeah. wrong. And the scene just before, you can see Otto, like, he does not want to say this. Say he hates that he has to do this, but he's the hand of the king. He's, he has to tell the king what's going on. He has to keep him in, you know. Yeah. And he has to keep him up to date. Yeah, because he knows he's supposed to, Lee's supposed to know everything that's going on. Yeah. And then Allison summons Rhaenyra to the Godswood Tree, and they have a very good conversation about it. And she's explained, like, they were having fun and nothing happened. Yeah. And she swears on her mother's memory. So I guess she isn't lying because they really didn't have sex. Yeah. At the same time, <laughs> they did do certain things. Yeah. And then she explains that Damon, she has to go home, but Damon wished to continue. Mm-hmm. As my escort, I had no choice. He took me to a show. I was only a spectator. I didn't do anything. Yeah. See, that part's a lie. That, That is a lie. It's not a total lie, but it's not the truth. <laughs> it's a mistruth. It's a pretty big lie. <laughs> And then she explains that Damon sank into his cup and abandoned me for some whore. Yeah. And that, I cannot she believe wrong, that she swore on her mother's memory. Yeah, that's that's, that's pretty like, wild. That's the biggest thing, because Viserys swears on that, that she will be queen still. Mm-hmm. So if she's lying, maybe... I, actually, no, I feel like Viserys wouldn't lie, though. Like, I trust more than Viserys. I definitely trust Viserys more. Rhaenyra knows, what, Rhaenyra knows the game too well. Yeah, because Viserys is... Yeah, Viserys is still... He's a good guy before anything else. Although it doesn't make a good king, but he is a good guy. Rhaenyra is definitely more playing the Game of Thrones, trying to get power. Although she wants power. She doesn't care as much about power as she cares about freedom. She wants to be her own person, marry who she wants. She still understands that if she's going to be queen, she has to make power moves or nobody's going to respect her whatsoever. So, I don't know. I I think we see that in that scene. Yeah. Mm. But Damon is not treated with the as much generosity no as he is dragged hung over into the red keep where he's met where he's dragged there pretty much by the king's guard and then Viserys finds him there laying there and asks him why he lied yeah and Damon lied about going further than they actually did and Viserys kicks him and then puts a knife to his throat and explains yeah. to him like you're never coming back here again no and no. it it was kind of a hard scene to watch because you feel bad, mm-hmm. but you also don't feel bad for Damon anymore because Damon's just lying. Yeah. And then Damon, Damon just wants to marry her. Yeah. Damon just switches the whole thing up. He's like, hey, listen, if we had sex, then it's too late already. So I'm just going to marry her. And Viserys is like, no, you're not. Like, he doesn't want that. But Damon knows that he doesn't really have another choice. But then we also, Damon pulls the, the card. He said, you could have, you said I can have anything I want and I want Rainier. Yeah. And, oh, no. But then he banishes him and says he must leave and must go back to his wife. And this time, it actually seems like it's for good. doesn't seem like last time where he told me he has to leave. Yeah. This one seems like you are you are banished. You will not come back to King's Landing. Yeah, he's he's over it. He's not happy with his brother at all. And then we get Viserys and Rhaenyra in his chambers talking. And they, talk, they explain about Aegon Conqueror and how he was inscribe the songs of ice and fire onto that knife mm-hmm. and i really enjoyed this scene but then it goes all downhill for our boy for our girl i guess but she pretty much is told that she will marry leon lanor lanor yeah and she's told he he doesn't have a choice yeah her it's over she must but she's she also up. like in her head she's like fine but you must remove otto because you can't even tell that you're you're 
right hand man wants to take the throne. Yeah. Which he kind of does, but not himself. Yeah, yeah. He, he just, just wants, wants daughter's heir, daughter's child to be the heir. Yeah. Which can you believe the guy? No. He's he's more interested in family, like we talked about. Instead of the throne for himself, he wants it for his grandson. Which I mean it's interesting, but I think Rhaenyra's play there is that I want to be the queen. I don't want Aegon to be the heir. So if you don't get rid of this guy, it's going to be really bad for me. So she's kind of, you know. She's working her way to keep her time as the heir and the future queen safe. Yeah. But uh, I love when she's like, what, you want me to marry the son of the sea snake so I can be a remedy of your political headaches? And Viserys response, you You are are my my political political headache. headache. (laughs) That was a great line. (laughs) And... And she then she just explains to him that he needs to get rid of Otto. And yeah. that Otto's trying to take over the throne. Yeah. I would do my duty as the heir and wed Sir Lenor, but you must first do your duty as king, which is such like a hard line. As like, F- that's a, you. Yeah, like, he's she's like, do your job now. You're a king, dad. And then we get a group. This is one of my one of the best scenes of the show, though. Yeah. When Otto and Viserys talk. Mm-hmm. I thought this was a great way to finish off the episode for the most part. We do have one more shot. And he explains that he'll never recover from Emma's death, but Allison took, helped him through the worst of that. Yeah. And he explains how Otto's been nothing but a great hand. He taught him how to yeah. be a king and all this stuff. He is truly grateful for Otto's help. Like, he, he helped him learn how to be king. Yeah, but now it's kind of to the point where he's like, the crown and the realm both owe you a debt that you can never be repaid, but I can no longer trust your judgment because now mm-hmm. he's too close to it. Yeah. Because now it's either the king's daughter or his grandson. Yeah. Is now gonna and be I think that's king. why he says that because he really can't trust them anymore because he now has, you know, he's got skin in the game now. Before, he didn't really have anything. He didn't have a shot at somebody close to him becoming the heir. Now that his grandson could be the heir, you know, his opinion is swayed. So he cannot trust his judgment anymore. Yeah, no, and, and I will give Otto credit. He took it with dignity. He accepted his dismissal. Yeah, he was but, obviously upset about yeah, it. But, well, yeah, like anyone would be yeah, if you're dismissed from a position. Mm-hmm. But now, all the seeds are planted for our Targaryen Civil War, which is what House of the Dragon is all about. Yeah. It's all about the Targaryen Civil War, which causes the end of the Targaryen bloodline. Yeah. And everyone's bloodline for most of these families in this show. Yeah. And I know what's happening in the next two episodes. <laughs> Because this is my favorite part of the entire House of Dragons story. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, if you've read it, everyone knows what I'm talking about. And we get a little clip of it. We know the wedding and we see a little fight break out. Yeah. Oh, it's a great, it's going to be, I think these next couple episodes are going to be, this is going to be the meaty part. Yeah. This is what everyone's going to fall in love with. Even though everyone's yeah. falling in love with it anyway. Mm-hmm. But, I think that's the one thing this show and Game of Thrones is doing very well. I mean, Game of Thrones did do it very well, but this show is doing it very well, is they take so much time to set things up that when the payoff comes through, they can really pay it off. Yeah, because everyone cares now about every character. Yeah, because this was five episodes of setup. Now we have time to four just... Four episodes of setup. Yeah, you're right. Episodes. This is the fourth episode. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> now we have time to just let it all go and just have yeah. everything play out. So next episode, for everyone who doesn't know, is the last episode with Millie Alcock and... Uh, Emily Carey. Yeah, Emily Carey. They will be then replaced by Olivia Cook and Emma Darcy taking over their roles. Yeah. But uh, in the final scene of this episode, the Grand Maester brings a liquid concoction to Rhaenyra and he says a tea, princess from the king. And then he explains to her, it will rid you of un- any unwanted consequences. Yeah. Which is f- as that sounds mm-hmm. <laughs> like to do. I think the king's doing it in a loving way. Yeah. I think he's trying to help Rhaenyra hide the, if just in case. Yeah, something just happened. in case if something did happen. But it, it is, again, a callback to that earlier line of, if I was a man, I could father 11 pastors yeah. and no one bat an eye. But, but she now, can't. Yeah, she can't have, a, have any kids because if she had a kid, then it's over. That kid comes out with brown hair. Everyone about to be questioning. <laughs> everyone, Chris Nicole about to be getting hung. <laughs> but, he's uh, so Dornish. <laughs> Why um, is he so tan? <laughs> but uh, that was, it ends with that just cuts to black, which I thought was yeah. a great ending. Yeah. So, the next episode and the episode after, well, the sixth episode of the show will be right after the 10-year time jump. The biggest time jump of the show. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure there's only one or maybe two small time jumps. Yeah. I think it might go all should be. after that. But, that is the end of our review. Is there anything you want to add to this part? No. I mean, I'm just super excited to see where this goes. Because yeah. I haven't read the book, so I don't know exactly what's coming. I have, like, a 
a rough thing. Like I know rough an idea happens. of what's gonna yeah, come. Yeah, yeah, I know. Just from watching Game of Thrones, you get a little idea. Yeah, of what's gonna I know happen. a few dragons are gonna get hurt, but you know, <laughs> a few, <laughs> a few. <laughs> there's a, there's twelve fully grown dragons, and then there's twenty three other dragons. Yes, we're not gonna see all of them. I think they said we're gonna see seven this season. Yes. Yeah. But they want to see you. They want by the end of this House of Dragons series, you'll see all the fully grown ones and yeah. some of the other ones. Yes. But uh, before we get into our fan questions and suggestions of the week, we're going to take a free second to thank our spawn, two of our sponsors of mm-hmm. this show. First, we'll start with Movie Posters. MoviePosters.com has over 100,000 posters to choose from, spanning anywhere from Reservoir Dogs all the way to Attack on Titan, anything in between. They have sent us a couple amazing posters, including Reservoir Dogs, The Amazing Spider-Man, Daredevil, Ryan's favorite poster, The Batman, and a couple other ones. And we're really thankful to them. They have insanely high-quality posters. Ryan loves his Sandlot poster. Oh, it's the best. I mean, they all, they're incredible. Yeah. They have really high, really high quality. Yeah. Thank you, Windows Security, for the virus protection threat. Yeah, they're incredible posters. They come in all different shapes and sizes. And they spread from anywhere from $10 to a lot more. Yeah, they're affordable. <laughs> but uh, if you want free shipping and 10% off, use our discount code, all caps, POPCORN10. Again, that's P-O-P-C-O-R-N-10. I had a hard time spelling that. But uh, thanks to Moodbush for sponsoring our show and now on to our third sponsor of the day this is manscape manscape is the best in men's below the waist grooming me and ryan love all of their products mm-hmm. i just got their deodorant they said the deodorant's nice it's really good it, i'm yeah. wearing it right now so am i yeah it's great it's very nice and they have the shampoo and body wash which i've also been using but uh yeah if you want 20 percent off and free worldwide shipping use our code cnb that's c-a-n-d-b at manscaped.com Again, 20% off and free shipping at Manscaped using our code CNB. Again, C-A-N-D-B. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. Thanks to Manscaped for sponsoring our show. Now, before we get into fan questions, we'll do Ryan's favorite segment of the day. This is Suggestion of the Week with Ryan actually has it ready one. today. I have one. Only because you reminded me before we started. That but it's also yeah. true. But my recommendation is going to be Succession. I'm on the first season right now, but it's already incredible. It's hilarious and one of the most intriguing stories I've seen in a while because like I'm generally not super interested in like business shows, but this show just has a way of doing it with the characters. They're not really like your classic business show characters. Like they're not super serious. They're more goofy, but that just makes it more fun. It's just, it's such an interesting show, how everything's going to play out. Yeah, so succession. Mine's actually a little bit different. Mine's a web series, and this is coming from YouTube, and this is on from the Hollywood Reporters page. It's the Actors Roundtable. They have done at least I think they've done twelve of them so far. They'll have six actors normally sit at a table, and they'll explain their careers, decisions they've made, and the movies that they've most recently been a part of. I really enjoy watching them. There's been some really cool ones with Peter Dinklage, Jonathan Majors, and Nicolas Cage all sit down for a conversation. And they talk about the shooting with Alec Baldwin on the set of Rust. Mm-hmm. And then there's one Robert Pattinson and Margot Robbie. And then there's Actor on Actor. The Hollywood Reporter has some amazing things to watch on YouTube, especially if you're into acting, yeah. filmmaking, all that kind of stuff. So I highly recommend that. And they're all free, so that's even better. But uh, yeah, you ready to hop into some fan questions? Yeah, let's do it. I picked a lot for this episode just because I like doing the longer Good. ones. But yeah. uh, first question here is coming from Hassan. When is William Spencer episode coming out? Next week. Next week. Yeah. Next week at the time of this recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, favorite thing to come out of D23? Question from Ooh, Sean. That's tough. I think I love the Daredevil poster. The new the symbol for it now. It it's was the cool. two Ds with the circle. Yeah. I want the full red suit. <laughs> <laughs> I just want it. But it I was... like the Thunderbolts. That was pretty cool. Yeah, the Thunderbolts announcement was cool. I also liked... I'm not going to lie. I really liked the Secret Invasion trailer. Mm-hmm. As much as I haven't really been a huge fan of the shows so far, that show looked really good. I think it's going to be a little scary, though. Yeah, I hope it is. Yeah. Yeah, Clark. Speaking of Game of Thrones. Mm-hmm. But uh, I also, we got some Indiana Jones concept art released. And yeah. That looks really good. Harrison Ford actually broke down while talking about it. That was nice to see. Yeah, and like, because he's normally very, like, doesn't like talking about the movies he's done, especially like Han Solo, he doesn't care to talk about anymore. Yeah. But to see the love that he has still for Indiana Jones, and he explains how like James Mangold has brought him back to that world. Yeah. And I mean, if any director is going to do it, I'm happy James Mangold's making his final iteration as the character. Yeah. 
because he also ended Logan, which was incredible. Probably the best X-Men movie. Exquisite. It was so good. Use big words now. Yeah. That or First Class. First Class might be the best X-Men movie. X-Men movie, yeah. yeah. Not Logan is definitely the best. Obviously. Best yeah. Wolverine movie. And then uh, the third question is, if you could have any three actors on the podcast, who would it be? This question is from Xander. I think Andrew Garfield. That's one of mine. Garfield? You'd probably take Pattinson. I don't know if I would have Pattinson on because, as much as I love Robert Pattinson, he's a little awkward, and we're not very good at dealing with awkward. Like, yeah, he's but a lot. We're like, awkward too, so it'd be no. Perfect. But we're funny, like, but we're not. We're awkward in a different way. We just don't know how to shut up. <laughs> yeah, he's very quiet even during interviews. Yeah, so I would want like, I I feel like Ryan Gosling would be a really cool one. Ryan Gosling would be cool. Ryan Reynolds would be hilarious. Yeah, I'd, I want Rob McElhenney. Yeah, Rob McElhenney. I want Charlie Rob McElhenney. We'd have the, the sunny guys on. Yeah, yeah. Kaylin Olsen would be awesome. That'd be a pretty cool one. Yeah. Dane DeVito would just be iconic. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that's mine. McElhenney, Garfield, and Gosling. Yeah. I think that's a good that's a good pick. Well, pick your own. I don't want to steal it. All right. Ryan Reynolds. I like Ryan Reynolds, too. Yeah. Yeah, we're talking about Deadpool. Um, who else? I love Jamie Foxx. Jamie Foxx would be awesome. Robert Downey Jr. would be cool. Yeah, there's a ton. I think there's a yeah. ton of people. Who come yeah, on. I mean, any actor that wants to come on our show would be pretty cool. Yeah, we'll take. Yeah, we'll take. <laughs> we'll them. We're take not going to say no. Yeah. Uh, if you could be in any movie universe, what would it be? Especially from Peter. Star Wars, obviously. Be bounty hunter. Yeah, and they get stabbed with a lightsaber. And they well, just, yeah, but it's still cool. They just regret everything. <laughs> <laughs> I want to be part of. Not the Marvel sign, but that'd just be terrible. Rent would be, insurance would be so expensive. <laughs> God, uh, no, I want to go for closer. Definitely would, not DC. That's worse than Marvel. Yeah, then there's gods. Yeah, <laughs> I think I want to be part of the main Spider-Man universe. Yeah, because not a ton of crazy stuff happened, but Spider-Man's still there. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool too. That would be fun. I don't think I want to go as far as like MCU because like. There's always something insane happening. Yeah, there. some aliens attack and then I your get house snapped explodes. And I just disappear. No, yeah. I'm good. But uh, I think Star Wars is kind of yeah. Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars is up there, but only if I could be a Jedi, which I would not be. Um, <laughs> this is the fifth question, and this one is: I was just listening to your best and worst movies episode, and I came up with this question: What did you enjoy more, Tick Tick Boom or Elvis? This question is from Marissa. Ooh. So that's a weird one because those are both movies where, like, to me, as a movie, it was fine. It was good. It wasn't great. But the best thing is the leads. The, yeah, the singing, the acting, the, yeah. the leads. I don't know. I think I think I'm going to answer this by just saying I've listened to more music from Tick, Tick, Boom after watching it than Elvis. I think I'd say Tick, Tick, Boom. I think I'm going to go with Elvis just because I feel like, especially being – a bigger Elvis guy than I am a Jonathan Larson guy. As yeah. much as I love Jonathan Larson, and Rent's actually showing at a theater near us right now. Hmm. I think I'm going to go with Elvis just because I feel like not, nothing against Andrew Garfield's performance is John, Jonathan Larson. I think Austin Butler as Elvis is a more impressive feat. Yeah, I agree with that. Because there's more that goes into that. And the fact that he, you have to become Elvis. Mm-hmm. Andrew Garfield became Jonathan Larson, but it's yeah. different. Like he doesn't sound like Jonathan Larson. Yeah, Austin Butler sounds like sounds Elvis. like Elvis. Looks like Elvis. Dances like Elvis. Yeah, Mo- yeah. It's just more that goes into it, and I think yeah. I genuinely. I'm not gonna lie. Elvis could be my. It's not what I think is the best movie of this year, but I think it's the movie I enjoyed most this year. Yeah, that's fair. I, yeah, so I think I'm. I think I'm gonna go with Elvis on that one. Yeah, I like that question. Yeah, it was a fun question. Um, are you guys watching the Mike Tyson biopic series? This question from Chris. Um, no, I'm not right now. I'm refusing to watch it because Mike Tyson did not want this to happen. He didn't get paid yeah. for it. He didn't get credit for it. Yeah. And even Dana White, who was going to, they were going to have a sponsorship with the UFC, the Mike Tyson show. Mm-hmm. And he called Mike. He's like, hey, is this true that they didn't like pay you or give you credit on it? And he explained to him like, yeah, like they just made it. And I said, they really? want this to be made about me. Huh. So they pulled out of it. So I'm not watching it. I refuse. Yeah, that's fair. Are they still doing the Jamie Foxx, Mike Tyson thing? The movie? Yeah, I think so, because Mike Tyson talked about that. Yeah. Like, that, how he's a producer on that. Yeah, That's I'll Mike definitely Tyson. watch that. Oh, Because Jamie awesome. Foxx is awesome. He does an awesome Tyson impression. I love this Tyson <laughs> So good. Um, most anticipated film of 2023. This question from Tyler. Babylon. Um, no doubt it's Babylon for me. 
Babylon's up there. Maxine's up there now, though. Great. Yeah. Sorry about that. For those who don't know, Maxine's the third installment in the Ty West X trilogy. Mm-hmm. And Mia Goth again is the star. And I'm so excited. Because the first one's great. The second one's great. Yeah. But we still have to watch that. That's actually going to be the next movie review. Because we have not done a movie review since July. Yeah, it's been a while. Um, Maybe Oppenheimer. Too. Oppenheimer's up there. Oppenheimer's up there. John Wick 4 is up there. Barbie moves up there. Good I'm actually movie. excited to see how that goes. Yeah. Just because oh, I love Brian. Dune Part 2. Oh my god, that is cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think Dune 2 and Babylon. Because I think Babylon's going to be... Amsterdam's going to be good. But that's 2022, I think. Yeah. Babylon's 2023. Oh, mm-hmm. Disappointing Boulevard. Mm-hmm. We're getting a lot of... 2023, like... It's going to be Because good 2022 year. was supposed to be the year of film. Which we've gotten a lot of incredible movies. But a lot of them that were supposed to come out this year got yeah. moved to next year. Yeah. Oh, dude, Indiana Jones. That's up there. That's up there. I want a trailer still, though. Yeah. I do want to see a little snippet. It doesn't have to be crazy. I just want to see Harrison Ford. Yeah. The Mario movie? No. That's up there. No. Um, are you guys going to review Blonde? This question from Joey. Maybe. I want to review Blonde. <laughs> I'm going to watch it because watch it got it. a 14 minute standing ovation in Cannes. Yeah. And supposedly Andre Armas is now the front runner to win Best Actress. Yeah. So, I mean, we do a film page, and this is supposed to be a really good movie. So, yeah, we're going to watch it. I don't know if we're going to review it, but I would like to review it. Yeah. Uh, do you guys think your view of film has changed since you started the podcast? Question from Kiara. I like that name. Um, I like being Kiara. That's a nice name. I don't know. I think it's pretty similar. I think I don't think it's really changed. I think it's more just I'm able to kind of speak my mind more. I think I've been able to think about things more in depth and kind of articulate things differently, but I feel like I feel the same. I think, yeah, I've definitely been able to articulate my thoughts about a movie better. Yeah. Because now we've, that's what we've been doing for over a year now. But at the same time, I feel like as much as it sucks, I love the podcast and love everything it's taught us. At the same time, though, I have a hard time watching certain movies because all I'm doing is critiquing it as I watch it. Really? Yeah, like Halloween Kills. If I hadn't had the podcast, I would just watch it like, yeah, killing a bunch of people. <laughs> <laughs> but now yeah. I looked at it, I was like, man, this writing is terrible. Terrible. What's the yeah. lighting? <laughs> like, I was like, damn it. <laughs> yeah. But like, yeah. So I, I, I mean, it changed a little bit. Like, I become a lot more. I critique things a lot more because that's what we do and that's what people want to hear us do. Yeah. But all in all, no, I still feel the same way about movies. I don't feel like. Oh, movies were better when like like I don't feel that way at all. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I guess a little bit's changed. Now we didn't talk about news at all in this episode. What are your thoughts on Jacob Elordi being cast as Elvis in the new Sofia Coppola movie? Um, I have no idea what it's about, but I don't. I don't it's mind based it. on the mm-hmm. book uh, Elvis and Me. It's like Priscilla wrote a book about her oh, life okay. being with Elvis. You know who Jacob Elordi is? Yeah, I know. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean. He's a very attractive guy, no doubt. And I mean, like, dead serious, he is. No, yeah, he is. And he's got, like, got... I mean, he doesn't look a lot like Elvis. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Austin Butler didn't look a lot like Elvis when he first yeah, got Yeah, he got hated first, and then yeah. look what happened now. But so. I also said Austin Butler's going to get jinxed. I love Austin Butler. Yeah. I also love Jacob Elordi, so I'm very excited to see how he does. I don't think he... I don't know if he can sing or not. I don't know, but it's a Priscilla pick. And although, like, it is Elvis, I feel like... It might be like more background singing. I don't think we're gonna watch him sing. I think it's it's gonna be gonna her be more... watching him perform. Yeah, so I mean, they're probably just gonna play Elvis music while yeah. he's lip syncing. Yeah. So I don't think that's really gonna be a problem because uh, there's a miniseries on this already mm-hmm. from like the '80s, and I mean Elvis is a main fact. Like it is a co-star. It's not like gotcha. he's a side character. Yeah, it's they're in almost every scene together. Gotcha. But it's about how they met and like all that stuff. But uh, this is question 11. Tommy, I saw you went to an early screening of Barbarian in New York City. How was the theater experience and what would you give the movie? This question from Devlin. Well, I asked Ryan to go. Ryan couldn't because of class. And Ryan said he didn't want to see the movie. It's too scary for me. I'm not watching it. Let's clarify. The movie wasn't scary. I was very disappointed. <laughs> it was more of a horror comedy, which I don't mind, but don't make the trailer seem like it's a full-fledged horror. Yeah, that's what I was surprised. I saw it. Uh, IGN said the same thing. They gave it, I think they gave it an eight out of ten. Yeah, but, but they like said they, the same thing. It was comedic, and I was not expecting that. Yeah, so I mean, I gave it like a seventy. Mm-hmm. I didn't love it, which was very disappointing because I drove to New York City to watch it. Yeah, but uh, the audience was actually they were really into it. Really, and I was not. 
So, I mean, that could just be me. But uh, next question, what software do you guys record on? And what equipment do you use? This question's from Elijah. Software. Yeah, Zencast. Zencast or sub. It's just yeah. a website. It's not really so, like Yeah, it's free. Stuff. Yeah. And then we use a... I've answered this question before early on. It's a Rockville. Rock Mix 2. Yeah. it's a. It comes with a soundboard, two microphones, and it came with two wires, but me and Ryan switched them out because they started to give out on us. Yeah, we got better wires. Yeah, we got gold tip. Gold tip. Yeah, man. Uh, Rolling in the dough. Not really. No. We spent our whole monthly paycheck on that. Um, thoughts on Michael Keaton beating out Andrew Garfield for the Emmy. This present from Jacob. Uh, I love Dope Sick. I, the series is very good. And I wasn't that mad. I was a little upset because me and Ryan both loved Under the yeah. Banner of Heaven. But I mean, the dude in one year gets nominated for an Oscar and an Emmy. Yeah. He can't be mad. Yeah. I mean, he didn't win either. But, you know. You can be a little disappointed, but you guys are a little disappointed. Yeah, I, I think Andrew Garfield is great. I still haven't watched Dope Six, so I can't really say. But really good. I'm happy Keaton won. Yeah, no, like I'm I not, love Michael Keaton, so I'm not gonna be mad. And then for our final question of the day, do you guys have anything in the works right now? This question from Marcus. Uh, I'm waiting to hear back on an audition. I got a call back for a role to be a lead in a movie, and I'm actually I have my callback audition on Monday. And we'll know if I got the part. Mm. How about you? you? Got anything in the works? Uh, no, I don't have anything. I'm working on getting a splinter out of my hand right now, but that's about <laughs> How'd it. How'd you get a splinter? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, my finger just started hurting out of nowhere, man, and I'm just trying to get it out. Well, that is it for the podcast. Well, we do have the William Spencer in the works, but oh yeah, we yeah. have to edit that. We're gonna do that on Friday with Colin. Yep. Oh, we hired an intern. Yeah. Which is very funny because he's been my friend since we're in kindergarten. But Sean Molesky will be in charge of running our TikTok page because we don't know how to use TikTok. Yeah. Because I by accidentally might have used someone else's TikTok. But mm. I gave credit to him now. So okay. That's okay good. Now. But uh, yeah, that is the end of our House of the Dragon episode four review. You can listen to the show on Spotify, Apple Music, Google Podcasts, anywhere you can find podcasts except for Pandora. Woo. But uh, thank you guys for the continued support. Make sure to check out our website. Make sure to check out... Oh, if you want to hear a couple of our other episodes, there are some episodes that are actually locked now and need to be subscribed to us because we have a monthly Patreon now, which is... There is a 99 cent page for 99 cents a month, which is really nothing. Then we have a $4 and then $9.99. If you do the $9.99, you can play any video game you want with us yeah. if it's available to us to play. And you'll get an executive producer credit on the podcast. So, yeah. yeah. Awesome. I made Ryan didn't know this until just now. No, I had no idea. But uh, I set this up yesterday, and I really think it's a cool thing for everyone to check out. Yeah. But yeah, thank you guys for listening so much. Sorry to my mom for not being able to have her on, but thanks for making the show possible in the first place. Ryan, I'm going to leave you with the last words of the episode, like for every other week of this show. Um, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe to the Patreon. Um, maybe one day I will get paid. Probably not. not happening. Though. Yeah, okay. See well, you guys. See ya.